This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the Media Rumble Sessions. Um, honestly, I did not know the extent of it for quite some time. And even today when I found out, find out new things, because I didn't know there was a Reddit something. I didn't know about that even now. Um, so when I found out about it, uh, and it was the first day of court uh, when the media showed up and at the hearing, and I was, I was, you know, surprised to be surrounded by so many people and for them to be shoving cameras and mics into my face, asking really, really random questions. Um, random questions like, do you remember any particularly random questions? Um, not, uh, not really. I don't remember what they asked, but it was just definitely very leading questions. It wasn't a question where they wanted to find out what was happening. It was more like, not how do you know or what do you know? It was more like, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, it wasn't what do you know. It was more like, how do you know this person? And um, it was all very interesting. Um, but I was definitely scared because I'm, I, I don't like crowds in general unless, you know, it's a very organized crowd that I organize and that I'm a part of. Um, so, yeah, it, I didn't, I wasn't aware of it for quite some time. Even when my lawyers told me about the support I was pouring in, I didn't quite believe it for the longest time. And it was only when I came out and saw how big it had become that I understood. Um, but yeah, uh, even today, I just don't read a lot of the coverage because I, it's, I just, I don't like to, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't relevant to me, but I have heard stories and some of them do pop, pop up from time to time on my own timeline. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely, and I'm while, while I'm very grateful for the support, there's like a mountain of hate. And I've learned not to care over a period of time, but it was still like a process of learning. And just it was um, ridiculous the, the things they think it is, things they think is news now. But when you first, uh, you know, the evening of when the toolkit thing first came out, because it was all over social media and then news picked it up. Did you watch that coverage at that time? Were you watching what was happening? Like, I want to know what what you were thinking at that point or 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 do you only sort of started um, following it once the arrest happened um i did see it but i didn't quite know how to react to it i didn't yeah hmm, okay uh shahid you've represented the most vilified uh group the tabliki jamaat uh they've been cleared of most charges that were leveled at them but i think for almost four to six months there was an intense campaign about the Jamaat, uh, you know, things like Corona Jihad. Uh, it was even suggested on news that this is an organized bio-warfare. And here's a group that did go to court, uh, you know, and you did put up a fight. I want to know from you first, because you're also a lawyer, how much of a trial by media, uh, how much of an impact does it have in the fight for justice? Did you find that in the court it was harder uh, for you guys to have a fair hearing? Did you feel that the public perception and media had already colored uh, what was happening around you when you especially approached the post. Undoubtedly, media is a threat for the judicial system. Ke liye. Hmm. Judicial system, which is a pillar of our constitution, if the judicial system is not going to be, then I will not be able to do it. This is a threat for the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has to say that you are doing everything. ये फेयर रिपोर्टिंग नहीं हो रही इररेस्पोंसिबल रिपोर्टिंग है तो जब इस देश की सबसे बड़ी कोर्ट ये बात कह देती है कि फेयर रिपोर्टिंग नहीं कर रहे हो और खास तौर से तबलीगी जमात के केस के लिए ही कहा कि कमनल रिपोर्टिंग की गई 
बॉम्बे हाईकोर्ट ने कहा कि आपको याद होगा औरंगाबाद बेंच ने कि तबलीगी जमात तो इस तरह से पूरा जो जैसा आपने कहा इसका इम्पेक्ट पता क्या हो गया था इसका इम्पेक्ट ये हो गया था इवन सब्जी वाले बेचारे अगर उनके पास दाढ़ी है उनका नाम मुसलमान है तो उनको मारा जा रहा था बोबलिंचिंग शुरू हो गई थी और पूरे देश के मुसलमानों को इस तरह से ट्रीट कर दिया गया था इवन के हर आदमी नहीं तो उसके बाद भी बहुत सारे लोगों से बात होती रही है सब लोगों का इस मीडिया के स्टाइल की वजह से ही क्या हो गया था कि हर आदमी खासतौर से मुसलमान डरा हुआ था इतनी हुआ था कि उन लोगों ने अपना नाम तक बताना बंद कर दिया था कि उनको भी कहीं कोरोना से रिलेटेड ना कर दें उनको बंद ना कर दें और तबलीगी जमात के लोगों को बिकॉज ऑफ दिस मीडिया ट्रायल क्वारंटाइन पीरियड चौदह दिन का होता है डब्ल्यू हमारे दिल्ली में जो राजधानी है देश की यहां पर जिस पार्टी की सरकार है उस पार्टी ने भी तबलीगी जमात के लोगों को सत्तर सत्तर दिन तक बंद करके रखा हमें हाईकोर्ट के अंदर पी फाइल करनी पड़ी उनको छुड़वाने के लिए उत्तर प्रदेश के अंदर भी कोई दूसरा हाल नहीं था वहां भी यही हाल था मतलब ये सिर्फ इसलिए कि वो तबलीगी जमात के लोग थे और मीडिया ने एक ट्रायल चलाया देखिए मीडिया पब्लिक ओपिनियन को इन्फ्लुएंस करती है और मीडिया का जो एक पर्टिकुलर सेक्ट है जो क्लास चल रही है मीडिया की वो उसका काम यह है कि आपने हर चीज को कमलाइज करना है आपने हर चीज को इसलिए खुद मीडिया को उस मीडिया को आजकल गोदी मीडिया कहा जाने लगा है तो गोदी मीडिया का काम यह है कि आपने हर चीज को कमलाइज करना है मुस्लिम्स को आपने मार्जिनलाइज करना है उनको हर चीज खड़ा करना है और देश का माहौल वो बना देना है कि देश टूटने कगार पे आ जाए और मैं आपको रेस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी के साथ कह रहा हूं कि ये देश में एक रेखा खींच चुके हैं जो कि नहीं खींचनी चाहिए थी हमने पार्टीशन से पहले का दौर नहीं देखा लेकिन हमें जब पढ़ते हैं पार्टीशन के दौर के बारे में उसमें कोई ज्यादा फर्क नजर नहीं आ रहा आज की डेट में तो पब्लिक परसेप्शन तो काफी हद तक मोल्ड कर दिया था मीडिया ने बिकॉज आई थिंक अभी भी अगर आप नॉर्मल लोगों से अगर बातचीत करें तो काफी लोगों को अभी भी ये लगता है कि फर्स्ट से तबलीकी जमात की वजह से ही आया नाम गोस्वामी नाम है और एक वो दाढ़ी वाला है क्या नाम है उसका नाम याद नहीं आ रहा वो कहता है मुझसे डिबेट में कि हम जिसके पीछे पड़ जाते हैं यानी मीडिया वाले उसको हम जेल में पहुंचा के रहते हैं यानी कि ये मीडिया हाउसेज ये मानते हैं कि ये इन्फ्लुएंस करते हैं कोर्ट वर्डिक्स को भी जैसा कि आपने कहा सिर्फ कोर्ट के अंदर एक पार्टी नहीं होती है डिफेंस भी होता है प्रोसिक्यूशन भी होता है इन्वेस्टिगेटिंग एजेंसी भी होती है जिसको प्रोसिक्यूशन लीड करता है और फिर ऑनरेबल कोर्ट होती है कोर्ट भी चूंकि इंसानों के जरिए ही चलती है उनके भी रिश्तेदार हैं वो भी टेलीविजन देखते हैं तो पब्लिक ओपिनियन जब इस तरह की बनाते हैं और पब्लिक डोमेन में एक बात देते हैं कि साहब ये आदमी ने ये आदमी कसूरवार है उन्होंने अपनी वर्डिक दे दी पब्लिक की खामा खाकी जो बहसें करवानी शुरू करी उससे एक वर्डिक्ट आ गई तो कहीं ना कहीं माइंड इन्फ्लुएंस होता है पब्लिक ओपिनियन कोर्ट के भी माइंड को इन्फ्लुएंस करती है रेस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी के साथ मैं कह रहा हूं लेकिन चूंकि एक सिस्टम है हमारा अभी सिस्टम पूरी तरह टूट ये लोग मीडिया वाले तोड़ नहीं पाए हैं जुडिशियल सिस्टम स्ट्रॉन्ग सिस्टम है हमारा एक प्रोसीजर है जब ऑनरेबल कोर्ट्स में जो जजेस इन्फ्लुएंस नहीं होते हैं इनकी इस मीडिया ट्रायल से तो वहां पर फिर स्ट्रॉन्ग जजमेंट्स आते हैं इनके खिलाफ भी आते हैं जैसे औरंगाबाद हाईकोर्ट ने भी ऑनरेबल सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने भी वंस यू अप्रोच कोर्ट यू डिड फाइंड इट वॉज 
so broken the system or wasn't so influenced by media i want to come to you mayank so um, activists uh, members of minority communities we've seen how they are increasingly at the center of uh, media trials but bollywood also surprisingly uh, for the past two or three years at least has found itself at the center of a very targeted kind of a campaign so ssr of course was a big case and that was flashed for about you know almost six months but even recently you know with the raj kundra case you did have answers question the entire bollywood ki kyun please chalta hai and you know why salman khan silent why is sfk silent why is bollywood suddenly at the center of media trials why has it become such a popular target so to speak but firstly i think it's important here to make a distinction between bollywood and what happened with uh, with tabligi jamaat uh, what hmm. they did with tabligi jamaat has a direct influence on people on the street it actually uh, could put a lot of lives in danger of somebody who's like you know patela wala and he gets attacked as a result yeah. of what somebody watched the worst That's thing that can happen with the vilification of bollywood is that some joyless people won't watch some films big deal you know it's really their loss in that sense uh, uh typically why is it that bollywood has been under attack i think it's always been under attack right i mean it's called soft power for a reason given that it's soft you know there's it's not muscular enough and they are the softest targets uh, the easiest way to become famous is to attach yourself with a famous name and automatically people start talking about it. that's always been the case what's changed as you rightly put it manish to the point that i what's changed is the news media's role in it so hmm. typically bollywood or films has been seen as part of media the larger umbrella of media that fights for its freedom of speech and expression and therefore all news media have been part of that campaign whenever bollywood has been attacked i have a feeling in 2021 if this padmavat thing happens there'll be a few channels who will actually bat for karni sena <laughs> that's my fear but you know i'm i'm pretty sure the fears are completely unfounded and that would have not been the case about 3 or 4 years back so yeah. there is that element of it right <clears throat> Uh, what do you make of it like wh- why has this changed uh well in in the sense of i think and of course you know uh, this is all a theory and and you know manisha I, i watch your shows and you guys really follow news media better than anyone else i know so you might have a better reasoning to give for this but my 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 theory is that you know what whether you like it or not <clears throat> you will uh, need to persecute someone in a media environment of this nature right uh what what they tend to do what they've done what used to happen in media before is what is tabloidization but what's happened now is the trollization of media right and they've turned into trolls and by definition a troll is someone who seeks accountability from people who don't owe them anything you know that's a troll according to me so when you do that like it's you know none of these guys uh, you know owe anything to any of these news anchors public officials do but when you do that when you take all your space seeking accountability accountability whether it's you know tabligh jamaat or in opposition or bollywood as it were who don't owe them anything at that moment you also use a time that should have been used for seeking accountability from public officials uh, you take that time away because they seeking accountability people you actually need to seek from might have direct repercussions which you mm. can't you can't attempt that you you fear that so you you know you you take all that space into another you channelize all that space and i think bollywood has become part of the larger bouquet you know it's not the only thing 
but it's certainly one of the larger bouquet of uh, of, of of troll of trolling that happens on television which also happens on social media and i think uh, the two feed off each other i think that's an excellent point and this is a, in a sense what happened with disha because we saw farmers protests were going on uh, we saw that there was violence and anchors didn't want to it seems ask questions of those accountable on why the farmers were angry or why there had been violence on republic day and they found an easy scapegoat in disha and the toolkit so to speak to then vilify and sort of seek accountability from rather than elected representatives uh, disha i want you to dwell a little bit on um, how has the negative media uh, attention changed your life um, how has it impacted you and from i know i know you said that you didn't really want to watch too much of what was being said because it was bothering you but are there are there any specific instances of media reporting on you that really you know stood out for you or which which you were really disturbed by um i personally i my aunt was there when i came out and she showed me a picture of me that was edited into make me into making me look pregnant and she was like so you were pregnant and you had a child and we didn't know at all wow. and so yeah. apparently i was a single this mother this was social media <laughs> yeah and oh, okay. this was on social media and apparently i think often there someone picked it up um okay. and i was just like okay firstly the photoshop skills were terrible i wish they had done a better job at that at least like if you're spreading rumors make it nice um so it it's just been uh, a really bizarre thing so i've i've been like a single mother i've been my mother's been a single mother and there's just mm. been a whole range of rumors that i that i've heard but i haven't necessarily i didn't want to read them obviously but i have heard them and as to how it has impacted me it's really like really really mundane things like i i really uh, like taking the metro is my primary means of transport around the city and it's sometimes a little scary because someone you like once or twice they recognize me and it's a little scary because they'll come up to me and they're like are you the sharami and i'm 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 honestly not sure if they want to you know say hi or if they want to hurt me in some way cuz i'm not sure if you like me or not uh, i'm not sure if i'm perceived by you as a threat or as a friend so it's really concerning and even in general i get perceived a lot on the internet and and most of the time these people know absolutely nothing about me except what they've read in the media and they can get really personal they're always unfair and they're always hurtful um but yeah i and most of the time i don't even find them a friend usually sends it after because they think it's funny and they probably thought i'd find it funny but sometimes it can be hurtful um mm. and i don't really think anyone prepares you for receiving hate and it was really hard but if this is the cost that people have to bear for you know holding those in bad accountable i can live with it um cuz i only intend to continue my work and call you know those in power out for their hypocrisy now you're also you're a, you're a young activist did, uh, did all the media attention also uh, did you get it i mean did you have at any point your family tell you that okay this is not something you need at this point in time why don't you lie low and we don't want and so especially in riya's case at least her family was harassed quite a bit and i know that was a case which really went on and was at another proportion but did your family also suffer some of uh, you know suffer because of some of the negative attention that you were getting and were they at any point telling you that okay we don't need this and you need to stop what you're doing um they they were they were definitely concerned that you know this is 
this will harm me and harm them in some way, especially because like a lot of journalists found my house address. They were outside my house. They wouldn't even let them get out. Apparently, there was a report that said my dog was left on them uh, just because she was that left. dog was? Sorry? That my dog attacked one of the journalists or something. This okay. was left outside the house. And I'm just like, it's our house. If we leave her in the veranda, I think that's our fair um you know that's our right to leave her there uh but they wouldn't even let her go out um, of the whole house when like the whole thing was going on um so she was very scared also because i live quite far away from the city so i, I did feel a little bad for them to having for them to have to travel so much and there's literally no place for them to sit but they did invade a lot of privacy um of like both my parents and me um and it was worrying. And even like when I had to come back to Delhi, it was scary because we didn't know where there'd be journalists. Um, so they have definitely found ways to enter like my life and my parents have uh, had their doubts. Uh, but overall, they are mostly encouraging. Okay. <laughs> you know, through spokespersons who are, who we have studied, second hand, and you are in touch with them, and personally. So, I wanted to know that uh, personally, uh, anecdote or personally affected Followers or organizers. And the question चाहे कोर्ट कुछ भी कहे एक परसेप्शन बन गई है जिसको हटाना बहुत मुश्किल हो गया है आम लोग यही बिलीव करते हैं कि उन्हीं की गलती थी तो इस केस में क्या रिकॉर्ड हो सकता है कि ये आप कोर्ट के पास गए आपको हियरिंग भी फेवरेबल मिला लेकिन पर्सनल रेप्यूटेशंस जब ऐसे इररिपेयरेबली डैमेज हो जाती हैं तबलीगी जमात के लोग हैं ना उनकी आपको मेंटलिटी थोड़ी समझनी पड़ेगी पहले उन लोगों का कहना यह है उन लोगों का मानना यह है कि हमने सब कुछ अल्लाह पे छोड़ दिया ईश्वर पे छोड़ दिया वो करेगा जो भी कुछ करेगा तो उनका यह यकीन है उनका यह यकीन है कि वो किसी भी तरह से इस मामले में कोई भी रिकॉर्ड नहीं लेंगे इसलिए नहीं लेंगे क्योंकि वो बेसिकली बिलीव करते हैं इन ऑलमाइटी उनका बिलीव है ये अब उस बिलीव को साइंटिफिकली आप क्या कहेंगे क्या नहीं कहेंगे दैट इज एब्सोल्युटली डिफरेंट जो रिकॉर्ड्स वाली बात है रिकॉर्ड्स के लिए भी जैसे हमने कहा रिकॉर्ड्स इसमें लेते हैं इनके खिलाफ एक्शंस लेते हैं तो उनका यहां भी यह कहना था कि इन लोगों ने गलत किया है और इन लोगों को बहुत खतरनाक सजाएं देगा ऊपर वाला हमने उसी पर यकीन है और उसमें यकीन करते हैं इसलिए हम इसमें कोई भी एक्शन नहीं लेने के लिए तैयार देखिए ना कितनी कुर्बानियां इनकी हो गई कितने दिन ये लोग जेलों में बंद रहे जो फॉरेनर्स थे वो भी बंद रहे जो इंडियंस थे वो भी बंद रहे और तमाम तरह के टॉर्चर्स हो गया उनकी वजह से तमाम मुसलमान भी हाशिए पे जाए खड़े हो गए फिर भी ये लोग किसी भी तरह का कोई भी एक्शन लेने के लिए तैयार नहीं है बिकॉज़ मैं उन्हीं के वर्जन बता रहा हूं ये मेरा वर्जन नहीं है दे बिलीव इन ऑलमाइटी एंड दे बिलीव दैट ऊपर वाला इनको जरूर सजाएं देगा और अच्छी खतरनाक सजाएं देगा ये उनका मानना है जो दूसरी चीज है आपकी रिकॉर्ड्स वाली बात हमारे मुल्क में मनीषा जी बताइए रिकॉर्ड्स कहां पर है एक तो बहुत ज्यादा डिले होता है जस्टिस में बहुत कॉस्टली है मैंने खुद भी बहुत ज्यादा डिफेमेशन केसेस फाइल किए सूट फाइल किए अगर हम कोई कंपनसेशन के लिए सूट फाइल कर रहे हैं तो बहुत ज्यादा फिर उसमें कोर्ट फीस जाएगी ह्यूज अमाउंट जाएगा वकीलों की फीस के अलावा उसके बाद फिर टाइम लगता है 
तो जब तक और अगर आप क्रिमिनल केस फाइल कर रहे हो उनके खिलाफ तो आपको उनको सम्मन करवाने में पहले आपका ट्रायल हो जाएगा तो जो हमारा सिस्टम है जुडिशियल सिस्टम है वो इतना ज्यादा इस मामले में बेकार है उनको सजा दिलवाने के मामले में इसीलिए ये लोग इतने हावी हो जाते हैं इसीलिए जो रॉन्ग डूअर्स हैं ये जो कमलाइज हर चीज को करते हैं इनके पीछे जो वजह है ना वो यही है कि इनको पता है कि इनके खिलाफ एक्शन आसानी से नहीं होगा और जो कोई इनके खिलाफ एक्शन लेना चाहेगा वो उसको इतना काम करना पड़ जाएगा इतना थकना पड़ जाएगा थक के बैठ जाएगा हमने कई केसेस फाइल किए कम्पेंसेशन की डिफॉर्मेशन के और क्रिमिनल डिफॉर्मेशन भी लेकिन उन सब में यही हुआ कि जो एक्शन लेने वाले लोग थे यानी जो कंप्लेनेंट थे या पिटिशनर्स थे प्रार्थी थे उन लोगों ने कहा दो तीन साल मेहनत करने के बाद बस साहब अब हमसे नहीं होता अब छोड़ दीजिए इसको तो इन लोगों को ये सब चीजें पता है ये ड्रॉबैक मालूम है इसलिए शायद इतना ज्यादा वो हो जाता है ऑनरेबल सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने कहा बारंबार कहा इनके खिलाफ लॉ बनाइए इनके खिलाफ कानून बनाइए नहीं बनाती है सरकारें कानून क्योंकि सरकार को ये सब चीजें फायदा दे रही हैं तो बेसिकली इसमें ये दो चीजें हैं कि हमारा जुडिशियल सिस्टम बहुत ज्यादा इसके डिले होता है इफेक्टिव नहीं है ऐसे लोगों को सजा दिलवाने के लिए जो लोग करेक्टरेशन करते हैं आपने बिल्कुल सही कहा कि एक नहीं कोर्ट की बारंबार बहुत सारी कोर्ट की वर्डिक्ट आ गई ऑनरेबल सुप्रीम कोर्ट तक की वर्डिक्ट आ गई कि ये लोग कसूरवार नहीं है लेकिन जो इन्होंने परसेप्शन बना दिया जो नेरेटिव बना दिया उसको कोई मिटा नहीं सकता जब तक कि इन लोगों को सजाएं नहीं हो जाए इन लोगों ने अभी माफी मांग ली क्या खाली माफी मांगने से काम चलेगा अब जब एफ आई आर हुई तबलीगी जमात के खिलाफ मौलाना साहब सबके खिलाफ तो इन एंकर से चिक चिक कहा है मौलाना साहब जबकि इन्वेस्टिगेटिंग ऑफिसर उनको मांग नहीं रहा था इन्वेस्टिगेटिंग ऑफिसर ने नहीं कहा कि उनकी जरूरत है लेकिन मीडिया वालों को उनकी जरूरत थी लेकिन जब वही ऑनरेबल कोर्ट ने कहा कि वो कसूरवार नहीं है वो बरी हो जाते हैं उनको हम छोड़ रहे तो मीडिया हाउसेज ने कोई खबर चलाई महीने तक लगातार ट्वेंटी फोर आवर दिखा रहे हैं उनके खिलाफ और जब वो बरी हो गए तो आपने सिर्फ एक न्यूज एक लाइन बस जब तक कोई कानून ऐसा नहीं बनेगा जो इफेक्टिव उनको सजा दे सके ये सब बातें बेवानी हो जाएंगी एक क्विक क्वेश्चन मुझे आपसे पूछना था उस टाइम पे जब ये न्यूज चल रही थी बहुत तो बहुत सारे ऐसे न्यूज रिपोर्ट्स हुए थे कि तबलीगी जमात में कि लोगों ने मेंबर्स ने अटैक किया है हेल्थ वर्कर्स को या फ्लैश किया है नर्सेस को तो इन केसेस का क्या हुआ क्योंकि ये बहुत फ्लैश हुई कि इतने बदतमीज लोग हैं ये लोग हेल्थ वर्कर्स को अटैक कर रहे हैं उस वक्त भी हमने ये कहा उसका कुछ फॉलोअप मैंने आपको आपको मनीषा जी याद होगा उस वक्त हमने ये कहा था की अगर ऐसा कुछ है तो जितने भी हॉस्पिटल्स है वो सब इक्विपीवी कैमराज लोन बस प्रूफ ऑफ दैट ऑनरेबल कोर्ट ने भी उनको बरी कर दिया सब कुछ हो गया कुछ भी कहीं भी नहीं था सिर्फ प्रोपोगंडा था देखिए प्रोपोगंडा करने में क्या है आपने एक झूठ कहना है उस झूठ को तमाम मीडिया हाउसेज में चलाना है पब्लिक तो उसी को सच समझेगी कि थूकते हैं या अटैक करते हैं या नंगे होकर घूमते हैं ये वो वाले लोग हैं जो उनके खिलाफ इतना जुल्म होने के बावजूद भी कहते हैं हम एक्शन नहीं लेंगे हमने अल्लाह पर छोड़ा तो ऐसे लोग आप खुद भी इस बात को समझ सकते हैं क्या इस तरह को हरकत करेंगे ये वो लोग हैं जो जब सड़क पर चलते हैं तो रास्ते में से कांटे पत्थर हटाते हुए चलते हैं ये वो लोग हैं जब दरवाजे के सामने किसी के जाते हैं सामने खड़े नहीं होते एक तरफ खड़े होते हैं उनके खिलाफ इतने घिनौने इल्जाम लगाए और ये सारे के सारे इल्जाम उस वक्त भी मीडिया में भी हमने बैठ के कहा आप एक एविडेंस लेके आइए 
ये लोग एविडेंस लेके नहीं आ पाए ऑनरेबल कोर्ट में भी जब ये बात एविडेंस तो लेके आई है और ये इतना खतरनाक हो गया कि देश को बिल्कुल तोड़ने के मुहाने पर इन लोगों ने खड़ा कर दिया तो ये इन चीजों का जब तक इलाज नहीं होगा मेरे ख्याल तमाम चीजें बेमानी होगी In fact, I think something like this happened during the Riya case also. There were lots of these little little news reports that came out. He, she said, "Sorry, Babu. Yeah, someone has gone inside the house with a black bag and hasn't come out." So all these things came out, and then of course nothing came of it. But I am so in uh, with the film industry. You had producers take Times Now and Republic to court. Times Now then gave an undertaking also that we will not smear Bollywood. <laughs> um, but so. in one sense bollywood and the producers and the you know industry is powerful to take on people at least in terms of law approaching the law and you assume that they are also very well connected with the media heads and all um but how do individual actors take it i mean how do individual actors or directors or uh, entities what's the effect of the smear campaign that is targeted at individual say like you know something on why sharukh khan silent or uh, or riya for example who wasn't a very very big star but that is a problem right and the fact is that we call it bollywood but effectively filmmaking is not a profession in the same way that law is or the same way that that say medicine is that the doctors are it's a it's a trade and technically anyone can become an actor anyone can make a film anyone can enter that industry right uh which which also means that they're left to fend for themselves uh and when something like a riya chakravarti case happens uh, as it did a lot of people would rightly believe uh you know as self preservation for no other reason keep you know what goes by daddy is yeah matlab why should i why should i poke my nose into someone else's business and which is why a lot of vilification takes place uh, through an individual but to the larger community right then there are most of them are artistic by nature as a bent of mind which makes it harder for them to even group together as a guild as as a as a group uh, they're also competing they're also rivals they're also in the same field they want a piece of the same pie so you know it it's hard for them to be put together to group like for instance there was a singers association that needed to come up it took them 30 years to put together a singers association because one can't get along with the other can't get along with the third right where it is possible is producers because there's a genuine commercial interest here uh, you know and what the trolls of television and the trolls of social media try to do is uh, attempt economic ruin boycott boycott means what somebody has to lose money right somebody has spent money and things like that now even within producers there's there's so much rivalry that they've not managed to have one particular body so the one that you're talking about was filed by the film producers guild uh, which has a few prominent names but that is not the main body and then there is one aimp tpp and there's one impaa and then there's one film federation i mean there's this whole bunch of them uh, so it's hard to unite everyone to a common cause uh, which which is what it is what surprised me most and that's the level of fear i'm talking about is when the it rules came out okay mm. which are the most draconian rules for internet in any functioning democracy in the world 
right? Which yeah. effectively means that any human being sitting in any corner of India has a problem with any sentence, speech, uh, you know, scene, and he can file a complaint, and he and that complaint will be looked into because there's no end to it with retrospective uh, effect. So I can pick up a movie from 1975 and start censoring it again and remove scenes, right? It's mm. so weird and illogical, but not one person in the entire film industry spoke up. And when it directly affects your trade to a point where it'd be impossible for you to make anything. Like I know on the digital news side, they did, but in the film yeah. side, they did not. Because that's the level of fear that's seeped into a system where, uh, yes, they, they believe there is an agenda, uh, they believe there's no one standing up for them uh, and, and they've gone quiet. I mean, in terms of individuals, I totally get uh, Manisha. Like, for instance, mm. why is Shah Rukh Khan quiet? Or why is Amir Khan quiet? Because you ask a wrong question. So, so if the question is like, you know, where were you when? It's a wrong question mm. to begin with. Any mm. answer you give to that will be a wrong answer anyway. So why would you feed into a oh, wrong question I... with a wrong answer? So you'd rather keep quiet. Uh, the second is, of course, there, you know, there are people, there are troll armies waiting to pounce on you. We, not just pounce on you online, but as it happened in Javed Akhtar's case, outside your house. Do you really want to go through this? You don't just want to like do your work and, and move on. So I get that. I get that part. I get why. Or some of them really fear losing fans, as some of them have told me so. But what I don't get is when, when your industry itself is directly attacked in terms of the work you'll do, and you go quiet. I mean, that's the end of... Because, you know, Amazon Prime or a Netflix or a Hotstar is nothing but the film industry. Every single thing that's put out there is put out by the same people who made Bollywood films. So it's not about the OTT platforms. It's really about filmmakers. So that is what surprises me, not so much as them going quiet when wrong questions are asked. Hmm. And um, I wanted to ask just a quick follow-up question on that. And uh, given what happened with SSR and how like completely Bollywood came under attack for that, you don't think there's been any thinking in terms of grouping together or, or saying some thinking among at least the big players that, okay, we've got to stick together. We've got to put out something now. Otherwise, it's just going to be, we're going to get like rolled over. I'd like to believe there has been some uh, and not, not at that point. Um, I think after the IT rules uh, and because there are people who, who constantly like sort of put it out on social media, who really care like, dude, like, you know, like there are, there are, maybe not the popular voices, but there are enough people within, I mean, Bollywood is not just those 10 movie stars, right? I mean, there's a whole lot of people who work on camera department, editing department. These are all people also on social media and they do put out, uh, you know, but they do bemoan the fact that, you know, what's going on here, like Saab Sungya, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, when the second round, when they put, when they put out this news that they're going to have a sensor board over the sensor board, mm -hmm. for instance, right? Um, where they said that the Ministry of INB can overrule a censor board uh, a decision, uh, which was deemed illegal by the Supreme Court uh, uh, quite a few years back, is when the film producers, Gale and various others uh, within the film industry wrote letters to the government because that provision was given uh, you know, because they were seeking a public response to it. And that's the first time I saw that they were actually doing it. So I really hope this becomes the norm. Uh, other, I, mean, I think initially there wasn't... With SSR, there's no doubt. And, and Manisha, you would agree as much as everyone else here. It was shocking. I mean, yeah. you know, like what is going on? And especially yeah, you were on that very, very bizarre Arnab Goswami show where he talked about kill, marry, hook up as a game. And he was basically 
you know attacking alia what saying how could she kill how could she kill ssr so it was just another loony level of discourse it's surreal right it was absolutely surreal, surreal what was going on so no one could have been prepared for that uh hmm. for that level of surrealism what has become clear though and I, i'd like to believe that's how the public thinks too at least at least some i mean i'm not talking about the fringe they'll always exist and they'll always be that 5% you know swayed by whatever is the extreme thought on any issue but by and large i think it may have become clear to a lot of people i hope that all they did in that case was a piece of lie all they did in 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 the case of jamaat was a piece of lie if once that becomes clear over a period of time because you lose your credibility only once i think it will become i think they'll they'll seep into irrelevance especially with mm. deepening of internet the i my my optimistic thought in all of this is that they'll totally become irrelevant because people know it to jhoot bolte and i think some because in this case you knew they were they were blatantly lying right and the only tool they have genuinely the only tool they have is public shaming and as as shahid put it so well i mean because you you know the legal recourse takes so long you've already shamed and and fucked off right mm. and this and i know i know that we see everything as violence uh, and only as physical violence but this is this is inflicting mental violence on on something that happened with disha right and yeah. this is in a in a certain way in a in a, in a in a mental sort of way public stoning of medieval times that's what you're doing uh and this i think eventually once people realize because they can't they can't go on for that long with no repercussions it will become irrelevant Okay, Disha. I wanted to ask you uh, when you, you know, when you see yourself on TV or when you're hearing things about yourself which you know are not true, but you're being bombarded with that kind of information about yourself, and you see it all around, whether on social media or media. Did you have any moments of self-doubt? Did you have any moments of thinking, "Oh my God, maybe like maybe I am this bad"? No. <laughs> or no. Or no. no you Because you know, sometimes it can be a complete mind. Uh, you know, it can just screw around with your mind where you think, "Oh." No, is there a kernel of truth in what they're saying about me? Because it can be so intense. No. Um. No, I never had that. I did watch a few videos. My friends and I decided it'd be funny to watch a few videos, but we thought it was hilarious because all of it was so far away from the truth. Uh. But mm-hmm. no, I was luckily not. Um. Um. You know, I wasn't saddened by the hate on TV because it was so ridiculous. They were building mountains out of mole holes and, um. overall the ridiculousness of it was uh, outweighed by the just the hate i think social yeah. media was a little more um, hateful uh, in that sense uh, than news media in itself and these were journalists also uh, on social media you know spewing hatred um, and they decided to build random really random uh, connections and really random facts about me that uh, are not facts um so that was definitely um like i i just wanted to understand how they were even getting it i wish they like take a creative writing class or something cuz none of it was creative um have you ever but, thought of what you'd say if you would like come face to face with arnab or navika or any of these people have you ever imagined a conversation that if they come in front of me or, um, or do you want to say anything to to yeah let's put it at that way that because you have a platform here if you had to say something to journalists who were you know calling you toolkit gang and all that um i i hope i hope they uh, take all the conspiracies against india and i hope you take that and make it into a book because that's the only chance you'll have it a career in writing or reporting because everything else is just not facts not reporting 
but you know, maybe that book will work out for you. So I hope that works. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, we have to take Q and A's, but I just uh, wanted to uh, ask the last question to Shahid. Uh, Shahid, uh, you started off in the beginning saying that basically the impact of what was happening with Tablikis, Tablikis themselves are people who are really God-fearing, like you said, and I think in many ways they're fatalistic. Yeah, you know, we leave it to God. But this had a real impact on minorities in India, and that was the main aim. If you look at the TV news and how this was playing out, it was a communal dog whistle. In K through, you question ki ek mazhab ke log hi kyun aise hain. Or ye different different cheese use karke hoti hain, but there's a relentless, you know, kind of targeting of minorities through television media, through different issues. You know, you pick up a tabliki, or you pick up ki ye log na Eid mein itni bhid kyun hain. या जैसे बैंड्रा केस में हुआ था कि वो यू नो मॉस्क के आगे क्यों खड़े हो गए व्हाट इज एंड बिकॉज़ यू आर इन दिस प्रोफेशन यू प्रोबेबली मीटिंग अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल हु आर एट द हार्ट ऑफ सच टारगेटिंग व्हाट इज द जनरल सेंस अमंग माइनॉरिटीज एट लीस्ट हु यू मीट व्हेन दे थिंक ऑफ टेलीविजन मीडिया एंड व्हाट इज डूइंग मेन स्ट्रीम टेलीविजन मीडिया बिकॉज़ यू कांट टुडे स्विच ऑन अ टीवी चैनल इफ यू आर मुस्लिम एंड नॉट गेट आउट ऑफ वाचिंग एट लीस्ट द मेन स्ट्रीम वंस द सेंस ऑफ यू नो बीइंग टारगेटेड एक्टिवली फॉर हु यू आर देखिए मैं आपको दूसरी तरीके से समझाता हूँ जब मुझे कोई रात दिन गाली बकेगा तो उसका असर ये होगा कि या तो मैं बिल्कुल मार्जिनलाइज हो जाऊंगा हाशी पर चला जाऊंगा चुप हो जाऊंगा या फिर मैं रिवोल्ट करूंगा ये दोनों चीजें खतरनाक हैं इस वक्त इस वक्त हिंदुस्तान का मुसलमान पूरे का पूरा मार्जिनलाइज है वो रिवोल्ट नहीं कर रहा है लेकिन सेकेंड स्टेज रिवोल्ट करने वाली होगी इसको हमें पूरे मुल्क को मिलकर के सेकंड स्टेज को आने से रोकना है जब एक तरह की चीज रात हमको गालियां बकी जाएंगी किसी भी नाम पे चाहे कुछ भी हो वो मीडिया को बहाना मिलना चाहिए एक जरा सी बात पर भी वो 24 फोर आवर्स की अपनी डिबेट चलाती हैं और गालियां उनका करने का काम शुरू हो जाता है तो यहां पर जो आज की स्टेज है वो ये है कि हम लोग चुप लगा के बैठे हुए गालियां सह लेकिन सेकंड स्टेज ना आ जाए इसके लिए हर देशवासी का कर्तव्य है चाहे वो किसी भी धर्म का है दिस इज दोलम ड्यूटी ऑफ वी ऑल टू प्रोटेक्ट द नेशन ये देश तभी बच सकता है जब सब लोगों को साथ आके ये करना होगा कि भाई इसको मत करिए इसको रोकिए आप डिस्कशन करते हैं आपने इन्वेस्टिगेटिंग एजेंसी को आप इन्फ्लुएंस करते हैं आप विटनेसेस को इन्फ्लुएंस करते हैं आप जो पब्लिक डोमेन में बातें चली जाती हैं बहुत सारे जो पॉइंट्स होते हैं आप वो चले जाते हैं तो ये सब जो चीजें हैं आज की डेट में सुप्रीम कोर्ट भी कंसर्न है और हर लाइक माइंडेड और जो आदमी सही सोचता है देश के लिए सोचता है दिशा रवि ने क्या गलत कर दिया जो फार्मर्स बैठे हुए बेचारे रात दिन लगातार उनकी आवाज उठा ली इनको जेल में डाल दिया तो ये जो चीजें हैं ये जो नेक्स्ट स्टेज पर हमारा देश ना आ जाए मैं उस चीज से डर रहा हूं इसलिए बार बार मैं कह रहा हूं कि नेक्स्ट स्टेज बड़ी खतरनाक होगी नेक्स्ट स्टेज से आने से रोकना है देश को। ऑफ अपियरिंग ऑन टीवी डिबेट ऑन 
godi media when you know they will have a biased perspective especially when you have a contrarian view so yes ma'am you want to take that why do you go to arnab shows yeah no i i completely take that question uh, and i think there has been a you know like a, i think i think that show has gone to another level to a point where it makes no sense to be on it anymore uh, i had a reason to do it before is at least you got your 45 seconds to a minute in and you'd mm-hmm. rather use that time really well uh, for a counterpoint for anyone who's watching it will get it and that's it mm-hmm. you know you're in and out but if you're not even allowed to be in then you're just move, nodding ahead then it makes no sense so there's no question of on or there's no question of being on 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 arnab show or so many others who have made up their mind and who only going to be listening to themselves uh, it's it's counterproductive अपनी बात कम से कम लोगों के पास तक पहुंचा सकू जो ये दूसरा पहलू है सिक्के का ये दूसरा पहलू है वो भी लोगों के पास तक पहुंच जाए चाहे वो पहुंचा पहुंच पाया आपको लगता है मैं वही बता रहा हूँ देखिए मीडिया वाले क्या करते हैं एंकर जैसे हम कोई मतलब की बात उनके दूसरे लोगों तक पहुंचाने की कोशिश करते हैं ये चीखना शुरू कर देती है वॉइस डाउन कर देते हैं लेकिन हमारी कोशिश तो होनी चाहिए हम कोशिश ही ना करें मेरे ख्याल ये गलत बात होगी उसमें हकीकत बात यह है कि हमारी बात जब हम करते हैं तो बहुत सारे लोग ऐसे हैं जिन्होंने हमें व्हाट्सएप करते हैं मैसेज करते हैं कि साहब ये बात हमें नहीं पता थी आप अगर ये बात नहीं बोलते वहां पर तो शायद हम इस चीज को ऐसा नहीं मानते हम तो जो टेलीविजन दिखा रहे हैं आपके खिलाफ हम वही मानते तो कहीं ना कहीं उस चीज को फर्क तो करता है इसलिए हम वो बेजती फील करके भी हम वो तमाम इनकी जातियां फील करवाने के बावजूद भी जो ये करते हैं वॉइस डाउन कर देना चीखना शुरू कर देना बोलना नहीं देना उस सबके बेजती के बावजूद भी हम वहां पर जाकर अपनी बात रखने की कोशिश करते हैं कि चाहे हम दो लोगों को इन्फ्लुएंस कर पाए अपनी सही बात उन तक पहुंचा पाए हम पहुंचाएंगे उनके उन व्यूअर्स को जिनका ये माइंड पूरी तरह से भ्रष्ट कर चुके हैं उनको हेल्प हो रहा है क्योंकि वो आपकी बात तो सुनेंगे नहीं और फॉर्डर आप उनको देंगे और वो आपको अटैक करेंगे तो कोई और चैनल हो सकता है अपनी बात पहुंचाने का वो मेरे जाने से ही गए जेल क्योंकि जब माइंड में लोगों के बताया गया उनको सोशल मीडिया के जरिए फिर बाद में बताया गया कि इनके खिलाफ आप एक्शन ले सकते हो ये जो जिस तरह कर रहे हैं सब चीजों को आप एक्शन लीजिए इनके खिलाफ उनके खिलाफ जो एक्शन लिए गए तो वो जेल भी गए हैं तो ये जो आपकी बात ठीक है दूसरे चैनल्स ने देखिए इस वक्त जो कोविड वाले जो मैटर हुआ बोलना चाहूंगी अगर कोई गलत करेगा तो उसको जेल में जाना चाहिए लेकिन आई थिंक डेफिनेशन सिविल होना चाहिए क्रिमिनल नहीं मैं करूं या कोई भी करेगा वो गलत करेगा तो उसको जेल में जाना चाहिए जो आदमी ऑफेंस करता है देखिए हम ऐसा नहीं कर सकते कि वो हमारे भाई है कोई एडवोकेट कम्युनिटी से है या कोई जर्नलिस्ट आर द जर्नलिस्ट वो जर्नलिस्ट है क्या जो जुडिशियल सिस्टम को थ्रेड कर रहे हैं जो देश की इंटीग्रिटी को थ्रेड कर रहे हैं वो जर्नलिस्ट नहीं है उनको आप ऐसा कहकर मत बचाइए कि वो हम जेल जाने के उनके पक्ष में नहीं है जब तक आप जब तक ये वाला सेक्शन मांग नहीं करेगा कि ऐसे लोग जो देश को तोड़ने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं हर चीज को कमलाइज कर रहे हैं उनको जेल जाना चाहिए उनकी सही जगह जेल है 
मेरा ख्याल है फिर इनकलाब नहीं आएगा मेरा ख्याल है फिर कोई रिफॉर्म्स नहीं आई थिंक अरब ये एक दूसरी डिबेट हो जाएगी लेकिन क्विकली मेरा पॉइंट ये है कि आई थिंक स्पीच को क्रिमिनलाइज नहीं होना चाहिए आप सिविल सूट करें डेफेमेशन करें चार्जेस यू नो पेनल्टी लें लेकिन अगर हम स्पीच को क्रिमिनलाइज करने लग जाए तो थोड़ा जब तक स्पीच डिजल्ट इन डिफरेंट कॉन्वर्सेशन ऑलटूगेदर environment? but their activism can also lead to being slapped with uapa or other draconian laws um firstly i don't think i'm greta thunberg of india because greta is great in her way and i am great in my own way and we are two different people and secondly um we i think young people who want who want to be environmentalists it's completely okay to be uncivil it's completely okay to be profane and angry and all of those things because i don't know how they expect us to be civil and uh, how they're going to tone police us when uh, you know they're cutting down forests without a second thought they're stealing land from people they're mining and we have we have to go through uh, flooding every other day and when and this changes people's lives it's when climate impacts occur when the when there's flooding in kolkata and it's happening right now the, the impacts of that are going to last a lifetime there are women who are sexually trafficked when this happens and this affects different sections of the community different and i don't i'm not going to be civil when uh, addressing these issues and i'm not going to uh, you know use language that will be considered polite i don't have to be polite and neither do you uh, so it's completely okay if you choose to be as profane as you want please please use language in a way that will anger people because it's super super important to do that it's super super important to make them uncomfortable uh, they can they ought to be uncomfortable they ought to be more than uncomfortable for the things they have done especially ruining people's lives and you know changing it completely it's their fault we know exactly who caused the climate crisis it was human induced we know who they are we know their names we know their addresses so call them out and be brutal about it bully them and i'm not usually a big i'm not going to propagate bullying but when you bully oil companies uh go for it and i also i just wanted I to say wanted to you wanted to add something and yeah, i wanted to, to say up. something to watch shahid lawyer was saying i think uh, no one should be criminalized for their work going to jail is supposed to be for reform and i understand that people aren't being kind or then the actually doing a lot of uh, harassment which isn't and they are being violent uh, but no one deserves to go to jail because the point of jail is for reform and jail is not providing reforms everyone needs help and it's supposed to be provided in a safe space not in a place that is like jail so you're going to the very next level of no jails which i don't agree with but let's uh, let's end here uh, thank you so much guys for joining us and I, i know this i would have liked to continue on the defamation uh, debate that we were having but that's for another panel thank you so much for joining us and have a great day all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.